I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can subscribe at iTunes. Check them out on my website, HeidiHarris.com. And don't miss my brand new local show on the actual radio, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at 6.70 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas, live from the Las Vegas Strip. That's 6.70 a.m. KMZQ, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Having a great time with that. But I'm going to still do the podcast, and I'll be talking about some different things on the podcast than I do on the show and that kind of thing. So please plan to join me for both each week. (laughs) Can't get enough of me, right? I know. Let's talk about something I saw a headline, and I'm wondering what kind of women we're raising now. It says, sexism makes women physically ill, according to a new study. Really? Sexism makes women physically ill? Does it? A sociologist and a social epidemiologist looked into this, and I'm not going to go into the weeds on this, but the point I'm going to make is that they say that their results suggest that sexism takes a toll on women's health and well-being, and women generally tend to report uh, health issues more so than men, they say in a lot of cases, and having a tougher time with mental health and that kind of stuff. They asked during the last 30 days, was your mental health not good, this and that, okay. And I know that women suffer from depression in greater numbers than men, and and there are other things that women have to suffer with. I think a lot of what women have to deal with now is related to the fact that they're being lied to. I think it's less about sexism, because I've dealt with that. I've had three different occasions over the course of my radio career where people have said to me, I'm not going to give you a job because you're a woman, or we already have a girl on the staff, or whatever. I've been through it three times where that was directly what was told to me, okay? I don't cry about it. I just move on. I work harder. I just somehow prevail. That's just the way it is. Everybody's going to have to deal with isms in the world, sexism, racism, whatnot. People aren't going to like you for whatever reason. I know so many people... I was just talking to my husband about this. I know so many people who are really talented, whether they're entertainers, whether they're radio hosts, uh, whatever. You might be a really talented architect. You could be a talented surgeon who have just been screwed over royally when people who are not as good as they were have gotten positions that, frankly, the more talented people should have gotten. It's not, not just about me and things I've gone through, and I don't complain and think I should have gotten any job. I never think about that. I don't even know if that's true, but there are people I know personally who are enormously talented. They work really, really hard and they just can't catch a break. A lot of people go through that. And so you have a couple of choices here. You can either function, you can either work harder, prove them all wrong, or you can crawl into bed and pull the covers over your head and give up. But it's not just women. It's not just certain races of people who are picked on. It's lots of folks who've been kicked around. I was just reading a thing in Johnny Katz's column the other day, you know, John Katzlamidis, who writes for the Review Journal. And he was talking about the fact that a couple of big entertainers are coming into venues in Vegas. I guess Barry Manilow is coming back and Chris Angel is moving. And so because of those guys, people beneath them, as far as uh, in smaller showrooms, who are uniquely talented also, are having to make way for the big stars, either leave the property entirely or their shows are going to be dark for a month or whatever. This is what goes on every single day. You may not deserve it. You may be just as talented as the other guys. I know some other people who were really jacked around by some famous folks at a local hotel. The treachery is unbelievable. This just goes on all the time. So you can either keep moving Or you can focus on the fact that you haven't gotten a certain thing because you're a certain race or you're not as big a name as they are or you're not as pretty as they are or talented as they are or whatever. You just can't get out of bed every single morning and focus on what you don't have and focus on how the world's out to get you. 
It's just not a way to live your life. I don't get out of bed and focus on that. I don't get out of bed and look in the mirror and go, wow, I wish I were prettier. Well, okay, some days I do, but the bottom line is I just have to live with what I got. I've got to work with what I've got. All of us have to do that. And so nobody is guaranteed a life where you don't get jacked around. Nobody's guaranteed a life where everything is fair. It's just not the way the world works. And I'm just wondering when I see these kind of studies about sexism hurting women, what kind of women are we raising? What kind of children are we raising who are such wusses now? You can't correct them on Twitter or they threaten a boycott. You can't tell them anything in school. You can't wake a child up in school when they're sleeping without a teacher being in trouble. I mean, you can't do anything anymore to challenge the younger generation. It used to be that kids actually were encouraged to listen to adults. You read the book of Proverbs. How many times does it say in the book of Proverbs, for example, how many times that younger ones should listen to the wisdom of their parents and obviously the wisdom of God too. But numerous times, younger people are supposed to be interested in the wisdom of adults and they're not. And nowadays you can't say anything that they're not going to get upset about. So you can decide if you're going to be a victim the rest of your life, or you can say, you know what, I'm actually going to move forward and just work harder. And I'm not going to focus on the unfairness of it because every single one of us have dealt with it. I've got friends who are black who've dealt with it. I've got friends who are females who don't deal with it. And of course, white males now are, I know some white males who've missed out on some opportunities without mentioning what they are, major opportunities that they could have gotten because they had every other qualification except their pigment was wrong. So because they were a white male, they weren't going to get that slot. That's horrible. And it's totally unfair. And it's got nothing to do with anything other than the color of their skin. They shouldn't be suffering any more than somebody who's black would have to suffer. But it goes on and you have to just work harder than the next person and you have to give it to God. You have to say to yourself, you know what, if God wanted me to have this position, this job, this opportunity, this professorship, whatever it might be, then I would have it. You simply have to, I'm not saying you give up. I'm not saying you just shrug your shoulders and go, whatever. You don't. You keep moving, but you also don't get bitter about the situations that you don't have. And if you go to work every single day worrying that some guy's going to say some sexist thing to you, how are you going to possibly function in the workplace? You're not going to be able to. How are you going to possibly function as a mother? You're not going to be able to. And this is the problem, what I said about lying. We have a generation of women, well, a couple of generations now, who are lied to. That's one reason they're so depressed. They think they can do everything. They think you can be married, have kids, work a full-time job, and somehow it's all going to work. Meanwhile, they're working all day long. They don't see their kids but an hour a day. I can't imagine doing that. Work all day, pick up the kids from daycare or whatever, go to the grocery store. Everybody's tired. Everybody's cranky. You get home, you put the kid in the bathtub, maybe read them a story, and that's it. That's all the time you've had with your kid that entire day. Can you even imagine what a lie that is? But the feminists have told us that we can do everything. So women get depressed because they look on Facebook or they look on some YouTube video and they see another woman who seems to have it all dialed in. Her house seems to be neat and clean. Her kids seem to be well-behaved. Her marriage seems to be great. It's a lie. It's a complete and total lie. This is the kind of thing that's depressing women far more than anybody in the workplace. They just feel as if they should be able to do everything, should be better. And I know a lot of women who put all of their stock on Facebook and what everybody else is saying on Facebook. You know that Facebook's a lie, right? I know people who put things on Facebook, pictures of their kids, pictures of their husbands. I know their marriages are in shambles. I know this because I know them well. And what they put on Facebook has no basis in reality whatsoever. 
but a lot of women compare themselves. You know, I'm not as pretty as she is. I'm not as thin as she is. Uh, you know, my kids aren't as cute as hers or my house doesn't look like that or whatever it might be. It's constant comparison. So it's much more about that than it is about sexism, racism, whatever. Much more about that. It's much more about the pressure that women put on themselves and society puts on them to be perfect. But it's all about that lie that women can have it all. And way back in the day when Helen Gurley Brown wrote the book, Having It All, that was a complete lie that a lot of women, a couple generations of women now have bought into. Yes, you can have it all in America. You can have that job. You can have that marriage. You can have that amazing career, those kids, but it's real tough to have it all at the same time. It just is. Something usually gives it. A lot of times that's your marriage because your kids can't fire you. <laughs> It'd be funny if your kids could divorce you for neglect, but they can't, but your spouse will. And then your life gets even more complicated when kids going back and forth to different homes and all of that. So it's a lie that society puts on women much more so than sexism. But even if there's sexism, we've got to teach our girls to be tough. We've got to teach them to be competent, tough. I don't mean tough in a bad way. I mean, they should be obviously nice people, but they need to be strong mentally to be able to handle the things that go on in life and not be running to HR every single time there's a complaint or every single time some guy says, hey, you look nice today. That's not the way to work anything. And we've got to teach them to be stronger and that'll benefit everybody. I want to mention real quickly this morning, Mike Pompeo is coming home from North Korea with three American captives who are being held in North Korea. This is unbelievable. President Trump has done an amazing job. You may not like him. I know there are people who don't, but you know what? He has brought North Korea to heel, at least at this point. This is more than Obama could ever get out of them. Of course, the dictator's a liar. Of course, he's got something up his sleeve. We know that. But the idea that he would publicly give up these hostages and publicly be meeting with the United States and publicly be saying that he's going to be making concessions on various things is unbelievable, especially in light of all the distractions that the press continue to bring to the Trump administration. I mean, they just absolutely will not let up. And President Trump has been able to have a great success. Now, part of it is because he's got great people around him. Mike Pompeo, Mike Pence, General Mattis, General Kelly. These are people who are doing amazing things. Nikki Haley is fantastic. John Bolton. These are people who are actually making a difference and just putting their heads down and getting it done. And between the concessions with North Korea and the Iran deal and Trump giving the big finger to Iran, and of course they're having a fit, too bad. They're liars too. North Korea, a bunch of liars. Iran, a bunch of liars. And Donald Trump standing up to them. This is what we put him in office for. So we are excited about this. It is fantastic. Keep going, President Trump. We love it. I'm Heidi Harris. Join me weekday mornings, 9 to 10 a.m. for the Heidi Harris Show on 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. Talk You Can Trust. It's a great station. I'm great, well, thrilled to be a part of it. 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. weekdays on 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. And also, don't forget to get my book, Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowbacks, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. Don't Pat Me on the Head. It's available at Amazon. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.